What is it with people around here? Man, we have one nice week of weather and summer hits and people just go crazy. This for a fade out. Oh, we can't fade that out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You traced through a field of flowers. You saw a hole in the tree. You walked through it and you found a secret stair. The stair led to a brook. You walked through the brook. In the distance, you saw a door with one hinge off of it. You decided to walk up, walk through it, and enter the sausage hut. Oh, yeah. Back in the sausage hut after a long weekend of memorializing. Rededicating myself to a policy of continuous improvement, adding a second computer. So I can fade out stuff instead of doing it in post-production. It's just me and the knob now. Welcome back to the Sausage Shot. I'm glad you're here. I'm Johnny Kobasa. I'm wrapped in cheese. I aim to please. I'm covered with bacon. I'm wrapped in the taken. Yeah, I'm on the Mark Aram Show every single day of the week, except four days a week. And now I'm here in the Sausage Hut with the Sausage Hut podcast, number something or other. It's been a long road of figuring things, how to do things, from figuring out how to record, figuring out how a microphone works, figuring out how a mixing board works. How to multi-track record things. How to handle post-production. How to get an RSS feed to get your damn podcast on iTunes, which I just did. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your self-congratulations there, buddy. Hey, don't mention it. Yeah, so we're on, I'm on iTunes now. And you know what all that means is is that there's an RSS feed that iTunes chooses to read. Everything's really hosted elsewhere, but it's, you know, it's on my website. It's not through SoundCloud or Podcast One or whatever. JohnnyKielbasa.com. And I got the store set up for a t-shirt. Everybody knows the saying, if the cholesterol is high, so am I. I decided to put that on a t-shirt, kind of. Except instead of just putting, if the cholesterol is high, so am I, because that's kind of schmaltzy. <laughs> For apparel. I decided to do a Latin translation, which translates to, see multum cholesterolum, ergo crapulatum. Now, if you know Latin and you know that's not right, Tough, but if you do think it's maybe well, I could still correct it. I suppose if you decide to buy a T-shirt and you want to correct it, one, I guess I'll make a new screen. I'm making all these T-shirts myself, me and a and a group of uh, interns 
from the local university. Maybe I'll take pictures just to prove it because that was another thing I had to do was make the stupid screen. It's a whole ordeal of, I think I talked about that in another podcast. Where you you had to get the diazepam. Yeah, I was talking about that with uh, El Chapo. Didn't you like El Chapo? He's around. Sometimes I just give him a microphone and tell him that we're recording and don't. He just talks for like an hour. (laughs) Uh, But I got some El Chapo. Maybe I'll throw a tidbit in here. That's what looks like low guys in the woods, mate. Skywalker's not here, but the force is strong on this. I made coleslaw. It's the best on the pork and the french fries. Do, 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 do. I'm El Chapo. I had the sharpest knife in all of Midtown. The newest knife is on some street somewhere. That's what looks like low guys in the woods, mate. Skywalker's not here, but the force is strong in this. A lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of complaining I want to do, especially about people driving. When it comes to driving on two-lane highways, you know, if you're in a certain part, yeah, I guess you could probably take the take it all the way out to four lanes. If you're, you know, if you're on the connector down to eight lanes, this doesn't really apply. Or if going up 400, well, it might, because anytime anybody breaks free, they're just hitting the gas. But what I can't stand is when people just drive where they. They, I swear they just accelerate until they come up to a, a car behind, a car in front of them. Then they tailgate that person until that person pulls over, and then they just accelerate again. It's like they're not even paying attention to anything else on the road. They're just tailgating, speeding up, tailgating. Speeding. I, I swear sometimes I'll just put this to the test. If someone's someone wants to get around me, I'll just keep speeding up to just see how fast they'll go. And it doesn't matter. I could go up to 90, and they'll still just be right on my ass whatever traffic i'm sure everybody's got their own complaints it's a war out there on the highways and you got to stay aggressive (laughs) actually not really there's a nice roundabout where i drive a lot and uh it's 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 a high higher speed roundabout it's not this just two you know little side streets it's people are coming off of an exit ramp and people are coming across a busy side street and you kind of like loop around going from major thoroughfare to major thoroughfare. And if you stop, if you're not aggressive when you come up to that circle, you know, you get through four or five cars behind you because the people in the other lane, the other going the other direction will just keep going because one person decided to stop. You can't ever stop. You just got to, you got to stay, you got to roll, 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 and then shoot it whenever you can. Cause that's what everybody else is doing. If they didn't want you to shoot it, they'd put a four way stop there. But everybody who likes four way stops, you can't do four way stops when you're on a busy street because then people just go, they lose all sense of control. And next thing you know, there's eight cars going through one direction while one person waits. You got to be aggressive out there. How about Game of Thrones? I can't believe we're over halfway. 
Hopefully you heard me do the Game of Thrones minutes on the Mark Aram show. I heard that I was echoing a couple times before because I tried to do this hookup where I had this microphone that I'm talking into and then I had my cell phone hooked up to it, the mixer, both of them, and I was trying to talk through it. I mean, I was talking through the microphone and hearing everything, but I guess there was an echo. So I don't know why the hell there was an echo. I looked at YouTube videos on how to do this. I kept watching the same dude. I got I hated him after a while because he always took like 10 minutes to show you what I wanted to know 30 seconds of. But I guess that's most instructional videos, especially cooking videos. Even cooking, even recipes anymore are hard to read because I'm looking up a recipe for something and then and then it's thinking, you know, you got to have the Oh, I made this dish for my family last night, and I made it just as the recipe said, but I changed eight things, and my husband, who doesn't normally like chicken mush, told me he absolutely loved my chicken mush enchiladas. Just show me what's in it and what temperature I got to put the damn oven in. On, because that's all I'm really looking for. I'm gonna put whatever I want to get the general concept of the recipe, make it mine, make it fast, make it with what I have around. I don't have any saffron or coriander. Actually, I don't really like coriander, so I think I have some of it. I'm gonna mess with my new other track of music. Why? Let's see if this works. How's the level on that? And then I'll just fade it out. You know, it it took a while to figure out how to fade things out normally in in Audacity. Because you can just highlight it and then go to the effects and then do fade out. But that fade is out pretty fast i mean you're fading right out but whereas you want to like take it down a level instead of just wiping it out it was hard for me to do because everything was new and there we go we'll be right back or welcome back to the radio show i'm gonna just fade this music out like natural and there we go And we'll be right back right after this. And we're back. Sailing the Seas of Cheese. With Johnny Kielbasa. And friends. That's nice to figure out. It's taking me longer than usual. To get this website thing going. Because I'm learning it as I go. I wish I could just use the table. But everybody's like, no, you can't just, you can't design with tables anymore. Oh, how dare you? You have to use skating style sheets and HTML5. All right. I've tried for two weeks to figure out how to collapse text so I can just have the titles of the things in the, in the meat wagon blog instead of having the whole thing listed right there. So if you just click on it, it'll go. I can't believe I am so unsuccessful at that. I know it's just Java. Somebody send me some Java so I can do that, please. So I seem to be doing Game of Thrones minutes every other week and then doubling up. So I'm going to double up again here 
and I can't, these things are just not, aren't usually things you just walk right into, but I'm going to try to walk right into them because it's at the speed of light, baby. My desk is too small for all the stuff that's on it. It's kind of like, I don't know if you see it, you see, hmm, I don't know what the analogy would be. If you saw a movie you liked and then you went, gosh, darn it. I'm going to, I like making, I like movies. I'm going to make a movie and I'm going to go in my garage and I'm going to figure out how to make a movie. That's what my desk looks like. It's like, yeah, I can do a podcast. Let's see here. See what I can fit on, on my $15 Goodwill desk. That is probably 40 years old, but it's nice. Okay. I'm just going to go, go for it and see if I can do it all in one take. Windows Media Player. I feel like I'm going back in time. And now on the Mark Aaron Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Oh, wait. I'm going to try to fade that out with my new knob here. And now on the Johnny Kilbasa Podcast. time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. (laughs) That's me. I should rap over top of this. You know, if you listen to this in headphones, it's cool because it's, it's me in both ears. And then if you listen to this with headphones on, it'd be like me in all three of your ears. This will be Game of Thrones Minute for episode five. That was last week. I can't believe there's only four more episodes. A little too much echo on that drum, maybe. But then again, maybe not. I played that drum, of course. <laughs> I'm letting it go all the way. Here we go. Shame. 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 Episode 5, The Door, Castle Black, Santa gets a little note, meets Littlefinger in Little Mole Town. She's been out murdering monsters, frying pan, and into the murdering monster's fire. Meanwhile in Bravos, Arya pulls a Shawn Michaels kip up, and then Wait pulls a Morpheus. Rest in the the answers are coming. Arya gets closer to no one, and it's time for summer stock, warts and all. Meanwhile in the Weirwood Tree, Bran and Brewmeister Smith go back in time to watch the children of the forest make the Night's King. Meanwhile in Pike Yara pulls a Hillary, Reek pulls a Biden, and Uncle Urine pulls a Trump. Then he drowns, and he wakes up and takes the crown, but Yara and Reek take the fleet and put it on fleek. Meanwhile in Vice Dothrak, Khaleesi tells George to get some ointment and change your shirt already. Marine while in Marine, there's a fragile piece and a new red woman in town. Touche, Tyrion. Touche, Varys. Touche, red woman. Touche, everyone. Back northward, the Night Kings pulls a witch king of Angmar. Bran gets a touch. A touch too much. Brewmeister Smith gets freeze frame. Meanwhile, Castle Black, quick strategy session. We're southbound, baby. Back of the tree, Bran does the time warp again. It's just a jump to the left and palsy hands to the right. Then all hell breaks loose. Hold the door. See a Brewmeister. Hold the door. See a children of the forest. Hold the door. See a Hodor. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Shame. 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 Yeah. That's right. Now I'm going to do an abbreviated intro and just go right into six. 
And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. There we go. Shame. Shame. Episode 6, Blood In, Blood Out. Brands rolling, balls and flashing back. Hello, Mad King, the dead attack, and it's Mass Rider to the rescue. Meanwhile, in Tarly Town, Sam and Gilly traveled a thousand miles, couldn't stop for a change of clothes. Hey, let's meet the Tarleys. Meanwhile, in the Sept of Baylor, Mr. Dark knows something wicked this way comes and plays Tom, and then Marjorie plays her own playing while playing Tom and Two Playa. Meanwhile, back at Hornley Hill, Gilly plays Snow White, and Randall Tarley plays Randy Quaid, playing Randy Weaver in the Siege of Ruby Ridge. Meanwhile, in Bravos, it's time for Act 2. Backstage, underage, a girl is poison. No, she's not, she's Arya, and she's got needleback. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Mr. Dark illuminates and in come the troops. Touche, Jamie. But alas, there's no streaking of atonement today. Damn. Tom and Tom and Tom and touche, Mr. Dark. A starry sigil is born and Jamie loses his day gig. Meanwhile, the twins, the always angry Walter Frey wants his river run back. Meanwhile, back at King's Landing, we're just in time for plotting and incest. Back up north, who skins that wascally wabbit? It's Uncle Benjamin from season one and brands his three-eyed raven. Does that mean he owns Elsinore Brewery now, you hoser? Meanwhile, in Jawa Valley on Tatooine, Khaleesi hitches a ride on Drogon. Up, up. Up and away, baby. Shame. 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 There we go. Hope I recorded that. Think I did. Think I did. That was pretty nice. That's some slam and slam poetry based on Game of Thrones, I suppose. And it's nice to be limited to a minute because... I asked, I wrote Game of Thrones and asked if I could do reviews of their show. And they're like, you can have one minute. Actually, that didn't happen. But I like the one minute format because I'm just cramming as much awesomeness as I can into one minute. And all these people are doing podcasts about Game of Thrones, talking two hours about just what happened. Jeez, come on, people. I got about 10 Game of Thrones podcasts that I'm listening to, and I enjoy most of them. But a couple of them are, you know, pretentious douchebaggery. They they knew everything was coming. Oh, I expected that to happen. Oh, they could have done better there. It's like, you're not reality show judges. Or maybe you are. Maybe we all are. I can't believe Simon Cowell's back on America's Got Talent. I turned that on for five minutes just to remind myself that I can't stand watching it. and Couldn't stand watching even when Howard was on it, but I watched like two of them. Oh, well. I watched 500 questions the last couple nights. I didn't even know that that was on, but I kind of liked it. This dude in the red sweater making all kinds of cash, and then they just end the season. I, I don't know if I – I mean, I'm late to the party, I guess, but was this – I never saw it before. Next thing you know, this dude, the same, the same dude's on there for four hours almost or three and a half hours or two, two and a half hours. No, three and a half hours. He had to have been sweating profusely in that red sweater. But anyway, I like the way it was set up. But I don't know if this guy is this guy got to wait till next year to come back and finish the game because he wasn't done. 500 questions and stacks of 30 with lightning rounds where you get about 14 of them. And it could just go on and on and on. It was a pretty cool concept. It was, uh, you know, who wants to be a millionaire kind of with twists but it wasn't really I mean the same lights low lit studio it was cool 
It looks like ABC is going to be making moves on the game show front at the end of June. That's all they kept showing commercials for. Alec Baldwin hosting the match game. That looks awesome. I remember when I was a kid watching match game. There was some funny stuff going on there. Who I, They should make a movie about what was going on while they were shooting the match game. Those crazy people. Charles Nelson Riley. I've got to look that up on YouTube. And also what I was watching on YouTube, I saw that they're going to be doing Celebrity Family Feud in the same, you know, ABC. And it reminded me of the original, like, Battle of the Network Stars YouTubes with the Love Boat versus the Dukes of Hazard and stuff like that. And Richard Dawson in all his glory. Man, that's some good stuff. Definitely look at look that up if you like the Family Feud, or Richard Dawson, or the Dukes of Hazard, or any of those movies that were huge in the early '80s. <laughs> Battle TV network shows versus the Waltons were on there. <laughs> Look that stuff up. That's golden. And Richard Richard Dawson's just making out with every girl on the show. He's he is um, one of the greatest. I know he was famous for other stuff, but he was one of the greatest game show hosts of all time. I know there's a lot of competition up there at the top of Mount Everest. Bob Barker's up there. Those other guys. The guy who hosted all those other game shows. Chris Jericho. (laughs) The dude who hosted Remote Control on MTV in the early 80s. So I was going to talk about other stuff, too. But I totally lost my train of thought thinking about Family Feud. Oh, I gotta just can I just look that up now? Game show had a great theme song too. That's kind of something that's gone away. Like five hundred questions didn't have an awesome theme song. It just had the basically the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Bing, 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 bing wasn't bad though and i'm watching australian rules football that i dvr you really don't have to pay attention to it it's fun to watch i've talked about it before i'd like to go to if i ever went to australia i'd definitely want to go during football season or american afl premiership Okay, let me see if I can do this here. <laughs> the Jeffersons versus the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, dude. Time for the second game of the City versus Country All-Star <laughs> Family Feud Special. Introducing the Jefferson family. Isabel Sanford, Mike Evans, Roxy Roker, Paula Gibbs, and Franklin Cover. Oh, Ready man. for action. Playing against the Dukes of Hazard family. Rick Hurt, Lindsey Bloom, Christopher Hensel, Peggy Ray, and Jeff Altman. On your marks for the second game of the city. Oh, geez, that's not even, that's like the last, that's like the last season, Dukes of Hazard, when Bo and Luke weren't even there. Dukes of Hazard versus the Waltons, 1979. 
It's time for the second game of the All-Star Family Feud Special. Introducing the Waltons family. <laughs> Judy Norton. I never watched one John episode Walton, of the Waltons. Mary McDonough, Cammy Cutler, and Eric Scott. Ready for action. I might have watched every Playing Dukes of Hazard though. The Dukes of Hazard family. Tom <laughs> Wolfat, Catherine Bach, Sorrel Book. Denver Pyle and James Best. That's a murderer's row right, right there. The Bo, Luke, Daisy, Uncle Jesse, and Boss Hog. I love game shows more than anything else. And my favorite thing to do on Memorial Day is watching The Price is Right. And they had... A deaf woman on there, which I never saw, and they and they had a sign language person on hand to translate, and she made and she made it on stage, and she won her no, she lost her game, it was up or down, I think it's called. Luckily, the last part of it was just numbers, and she didn't need a translator. It's like pick one: is it above it or below it? Okay, I got the Game of Thrones out of the way. And Game of Thrones is it's finally heating up. I don't know if we needed to spend that much time in Tarley Town. I must it might must be going somewhere. I don't know where it's going. I don't know if it was in the books. I don't know where him and Gilly are going, but they have Hearts Bane with them and they better do something with it. Like your creative writing professor said, if you're going to hang a sword on the wall in chapter one, somebody better be stealing it by chapter 38. Now here's your B minus because you messed up your grammar. Punk, get out of my classroom. Richard Dawson wore roughly shirts. Where can you even get roughly shirts? Because I need some. Look at that. We're already at 26 minutes. Huh. I guess I ran out of time. <laughs> I don't know if I can do the outro song on pre-production or in production here. I might have to do that in post-production. Actually, maybe I can just Let's see what we can do. I was going to check in with Chopo today, but well, maybe I'll squeeze it in. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Pick the right spot. Follow me on Twitter. Check out my website, johnnycobasa.com. Now you can find the sausage hut on iTunes. Buy a t shirt, it's only 15 bucks, and it's the funniest thing. Nobody will know what it is, but they'll all love it. Where to the Decatur Rear Festival this fall? Watch out for me everywhere. Watch out for people going crazy in the summer. Watch out your mama's back door, because I just walked out of it, baby.